Chapter 1. Back on the Ranch I'm Michael Kane, and I am the Marshal. I had just gotten in from being a few days south of here. The outlaw I'd been tracking for the last week that had completely outsmarted me disappearing without a trace. The only thing I found at the end of his trail was a small pile of gray ashes. It had been one of the most feared times out because the circumstances were so unordinary. I've been Marshal for a few years since returning from the war. I'm about six foot tall, weigh 200 pounds with wide shoulders and a narrow waist. My hair used to be raven black, but is now turning gray. My mustache is also turning gray. I usually wear bat-wing chaps, pointed-toe black buckaroo boots with Mexican spurs, and the thing I'm most proud of is a star pinned to my vest. I carry a large caliber gun low on my right hip and another in my vest. In my saddle scabbard, there is a large caliber carbine. I'm known near and far as Black Hat because of the hat that I wear. Now that I have returned home, I don't feel as spooked as I did last week while out on the trail of the outlaw. The whole thing had scared me, I got to admit it, because what I had found, to me, was evidence that demons do walk this earth among us. My suspect's camp was something I never wished to see again. The camp had the remains of man and beast, and it appeared as if some type of ritual had been performed. Tracking that outlaw had not been hard. It had seemed at times like I was being led. This did cause concerns and spooked me. That's why I took a break from it, because it hadn't felt right. I started fresh the next day. That was when I found the ashes. Not finding anything else, and the trail ending there, I turned back and headed home. I did have the feeling if I continued to follow him that day, I would more than likely be dead by now. I was glad to be back at the ranch among my friends and family settling in. I knew it would only be a short time before I was called out again to serve as marshal. So I was going to enjoy this time at home with my wife, Kate. She always made me feel welcome and never said a crossword to me about my job. Don't get me wrong, she would get aggravated at me sometimes but she was able to get her point across in a way I clearly understood without raising her voice. We both knew how short life could be and realized we'd better make the best of it. I love Kate dearly. I could not imagine life without her. She grew up on a neighboring ranch. We fell in love and married. She has lean, auburn hair down to her waist, green eyes, and a dazzling smile. She usually dresses in a similar fashion to me. Although she is indeed very much a lady, yet she could ride along and do as much or more than most cowboys. Recently, we had purchased cattle with our partners and childhood friends, Ray and his wife Anne. They were the partners we had chosen. All of us were delighted that they had come on board. Ray had long, sandy hair, was middle-aged, and carried a two-gun rig that he could easily draw sitting in the saddle or on the ground. He was fast, but not everybody knew, and he was glad about that. Just an inch or two shorter than me, and he wore the same cowboy gear. However, he preferred brown boots and small spurs, unlike the Mexican spurs I wore. He was my deputy, but unless he rode with me, he didn't wear his badge. He preferred to stay on the ranch and be a rancher. I envied him sometimes when I had to leave. We were both blessed to have such beautiful wives as Anne was also a pretty girl. They were not only beautiful, but our partners in all that we did. 
Anne had dark shoulder-length hair and also dressed in cowboy clothing. However, these ladies of ours could also wear a dress and wear it well. We had just received the first herd of cattle at the ranch when I had to go out on this last manhunt. One of the drovers had been shot and killed while driving in the herd. I asked them all to stay on as ranch hands and hired them when they arrived. When I got back, I was disappointed to tell them what had happened, because I had come back empty-handed. As I told my story, there was some speculation. Some of the men had heard similar stories that had happened to others. Some had even experienced something like this during the war. Some of these men believed it was an Indian curse on the evaders of the Indian lands. I didn't know, but I know I didn't like it. I will forever be on guard and never be the same.